the galaxy on corner of the galaxy.com i'm your host josh Gessman, and on today's show we're going to very quickly briefly go over the one nothing win for the la galaxy over the houston dynamo we'll have some post-game audio from alan gordon robert keen and oscar sorto as we look over that good good late victory then we're going to talk real briefly about the real salt Lake game coming up on wednesday night at 7 30 p.m at stubhub center it'll be a quick brief preview as this is a very short holiday filled week so um, not a ton of time to dissect everything. But you're listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. And it starts right now. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now here's your host, Josh Gessman. Welcome to another very quick episode of Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman. Uh, I know it's been sort of some weird weeks with some short turnarounds and not a ton of fun to be had with the uh, podcast and getting guests and all that fun stuff, but I'm still trying to push some stuff out for you as we continue along here. Uh, the LA Galaxy coming off a one nothing victory over the Houston Dynamo. Uh, it was Alan Gordon in his late stoppage time header that got the eventual winner for the LA Galaxy there. So some good stuff for the Galaxy as far as that's concerned. Um, you know, maybe not the best game that they've ever played in their entire life, but definitely something I think a little bit better than what we have been seeing. So it's something to sort of keep an eye on, and hopefully this is a progression that we all can uh, sort of get used to and, and understand. So... Um, what I wanted to do on this episode, because it's so short, because it's such a quick turnaround with the Real Salt Lake game, is I just wanted to go briefly over some of the stuff that happened in that Houston game, give you some of my thoughts on it, and then uh, we'll continue on real quickly with the RSL game as well. So, some stuff uh, to talk about here. Um, probably not as in-depth as we normally do, but we should have a show, probably not even this week, but next week, that we'll be able to go back into our in-depth style that we normally cover whenever it comes to LA Galaxy and back to getting you um guests and all that other fun stuff as well. Uh, the LA Galaxy against the Houston Dynamo was played on a Friday night. I'm mean, actually a pretty good crowd for a Friday night, about 20,000 people. Any weekday, especially a weekday on the uh, on the holiday, can be problematic for the LA Galaxy getting there whenever there's traffic and all that fun stuff that's associated with uh, Los Angeles freeways during the uh, during the week, even on a Friday. But nonetheless, um, a, a good crowd that showed up to watch this game. Uh, the LA Galaxy trotted out a lineup that was maybe a little bit different than what some people thought would happen, but Jose Villarreal and J- 
Jossie Zardis got the starts. Good news for Jose Villarreal getting that start. Uh, really showed something in this game that he was uh, looks like he's ready to be back and and, and sort of contribute to this team now. Um, and ended up doing a, a pretty good job as far as uh, getting in 68 minutes of, uh, of time until he was finally subbed out for the eventual goal scorer there, Alan Gordon. So some good stuff from Jose Villarreal. You always like to see him playing and especially him back healthy now. That is a, a, a really good sign, um, especially whenever you're talking about the LA Galaxy and their injury woes. Obviously, the other big storyline here is Robbie Keane and Robbie Keane coming into this game and, and really putting his stamp on it as well. So Robbie Keane back closer to healthy, um, came in in the 56th minute, so got a, got a bunch of minutes there before the end of the game. Uh, you know, did his job, what he's supposed to do, and, you know, it's nice to see that he is still a difference maker out there. He wasn't going to solve the entire problem. You needed somebody to sort of fill in in that midfield, and you need somebody to, to be that goal scorer up top to sort of take pressure off of Giassi's artist and maybe give him some open looks. So Robbie King came in, did a great job, obviously, getting the assist, looking dangerous, um, and, and causing problems for, for teams, which is once you what Robbie Keane to do. So the only other real big surprise for any of this really was Oscar Sorto getting his first major league soccer start um, at left back, a position he says probably isn't his you know, normal position, but still doing a great job paired up in the back with Leonardo on that uh, on that side. Omar Gonzalez and Dan Gargan makes the uh, total of the uh, of the LA Galaxy defense. AJ De La Garza, um, didn't even dress for this game. So again, we sort of have to look at what's happening with the LA Galaxy and their injury injury woes. We'll have to keep an eye on that um, with AJ's injury. But Omar Gonzalez back in the starting lineup after missing a game in Orlando. Um, Dan Gargan back after yellow card suspension. So, um, you know, all good news for the LA Galaxy as they're starting to get a little bit healthy. And clearly that big um, sort of, uh, you know, chip on the shoulder or the monkey on the back. That's a better one. The monkey on the back was Robbie Keane getting Robbie Keane back onto the field. And so Robbie Keane is now back onto the field, whether or not he starts against Real Salt Lake on a short turnaround. That's going to be a question. I think Bruce Arena even questioned it after the game said, don't know if he's going to be ready. He probably needs some more time before we give it to him. But uh, nonetheless, it was uh, it was big having Robbie Keane back on the field. And here is Alan Gordon talking just a little bit about Robbie Keane. I mean, you guys have seen this before, right? I mean, we've been missing Robbie for a number of weeks, and we've done our best without him, but it's sure nice to have him back. It was nice to have Robbie Keane back, and of course, uh, it's really nice whenever you have somebody like Alan Gordon who who has some chemistry with Robbie Keane, um, you know, and, and he gets that game-winning goal. So here is um, Alan Gordon talking after the game about his game-winning goal. You know, when you play with somebody, you, you pick up their tendencies, and uh, that's something that I know I know Robbie's going to look for. If he's not going to shoot it, he's going to he's going to try to look for me in the back post. So, I um, you know I faked inside and peeled back post, and he played a wonderful ball. And um, you know I did my best to get it back post, and just kind of looped in. All right, so there's Alan Gordon's view on uh, on how he scored the goal, and here's Robbie Keane, the captain, back talking about uh, Alan Gordon. I would have scored that if I set him up. If he set me up like that, <laughs> I'm joking. Nah, he's, he's unbelievable heading of the ball. So every time I'm there, as soon as he's on the field, I always know where he's going to be. Yeah, a few times last year it was the same thing. So uh, if he find find his head, you know that nine times out of ten that's going to go in the back of net because he has the accuracy where you know he can loop over goalkeepers or he can hit on the ground. So it's very difficult to goalkeeper because it's, you don't know what he's going to do. So. But he has that. He has that in the locker, and thankfully he came up big today. 
he did come up big rescuing the LA Galaxy from a draw. It probably would have been one of their better played draws, quite honestly. I think the Galaxy really for all of, I don't know, maybe 80 minutes were, looked like the only team interested in actually pressing. Uh, Houston did get, did get some chances. Jaime Pinedo came up big again um, to uh, to make a couple saves where he needed to be. But for the most part, Houston he looked uninterested in attacking the Galaxy except for maybe 10 minutes in the second half where uh, they turned up the uh, the pressure. But it, it looked like the LA Galaxy were in control of this, and it was something you expected them to be in control of at home. And, uh, you know, we've come to expect that they are almost invincible at home. In fact, I believe this makes it now 23 games in a row at home. The LA Galaxy have not lost a game. I think it's the second longest streak ever in Major League Soccer history. So the LA Galaxy um, still doing good at home and, and still uh, you know, really producing at home. Um, even if they're not playing great, they are at least getting results. And so you thought this was probably going to be a 1-1 draw, and instead Alan Gordon rescues you. Once again, the LA Gal- Galaxy rescue service right there. Alan Gordon doing a, doing a great job on that. Um, let's see what else we have here from the players. Let's talk about um, Robbie Keane coming back and, and, and sort of how he felt a little bit. Obviously, Robbie Keane, as he said afterwards, um, not a player who exactly likes to ease into things. Well, I don't think I'm not a player that, that eases into things. I think you probably know that. Uh, as soon as I'm ready, I want to jump, jump right in and, and try and help the team as much as I can. So, and obviously, I did that tonight, and, and I'm delighted with the, uh, with the lads' performance. Uh, even though it wasn't pretty at times, but I think when you're going through kind of a little bit of a rough patch like we are at the moment, I think the most important thing is winning games. All right, there you go. So, uh, so Robbie Keane talking about that. Then, you know, now really after the goal gets scored late in the stoppage time, all the attention, I guess all the excitement in this in this particular game was all going to be wrapped up in the last, mm, I don't know, 30 seconds of the game, it feels like, um, where uh, young Oscar Sorto, Oscar Sorto played an excellent game. In fact, one of the one of the real standouts in this game, Oscar Sorto was calm, collected, um, as Bruce Arena said after it, played like a veteran, um, you know, was not, was not, uh, taken over by the the, the the gravity of the situation. Um, he really understood what he was getting into, and he, and he played calm. So we hear from Oscar Sorto about what it meant for him to uh, to even get the start in this game. To be honest, I was like very emotional before the game. Like I've been waiting for two years to start for a Bruce, Bruce lineup, and I was just happy for it to start and like getting the results and overall just getting 90 minutes in. So Oscar Sorto gets 90 minutes, not quite 93 minutes, though, of course, as Oscar Sorto gets a red card. Listen, I've seen seven or eight different replays of it. Um, you know, could the could it have occurred inside the box? None of the replays I see, and by the way, none of the screen caps where you guys like to screen cap it right before there's actually any contact where he's still in the box, show me that there was, there was anything in the box that could have been a penalty kick. I know a lot of Houston fans certainly wanted the penalty kick, and I understand that. Um, that makes sense, and I'm, I'm not going to say that I can see it either. Way, um, I do believe it wasn't a red card. Um, that just it, it looks like horse comes in from the side. Um, Oscar's already going down whenever a horse sort of overtakes him and comes in from the side. So I certainly don't think it was from behind. I think a lot of the Galaxy players said that. And here's a here's an interesting take. I think it's interesting to hear from Robbie Keane. Of course, he's the captain. Of course, he's going to back his guy. But Robbie will tell you how it is too. He would tell you if he really thought it was a red card. But Robbie had sort of a, a long take that probably wouldn't get play anywhere else except on the podcast here because it, it takes him a little while to get through his entire um, you know, summation of the event. So here's Robbie Keane on Oscar Sorto's 93rd minute red card at the end of the game. Very, very strange. He took a yellow card out, put it in his pocket. Yeah. 
to be honest with you, I think the referee, I hate even saying this, but I think he was poor on He made some strange, strange decisions. And if he's got an assessor upstairs looking at that, I'm sure he'd look at and think maybe that's he's, he's probably hadn't hadn't his best game. We all don't at times don't play well, but some fairly easy decisions to make that he wasn't calling, which I found very, very strange. And Oscar, the poor kid is a second second start. He had a great game. The referee is standing right beside him. Can clearly see that it's a yellow card, and it's not from behind, from the side of the thing. And plus, he was the guy sort of came in just behind, in front of him, so it's not like he kind of went out to do him. So it definitely wasn't a red card. So I think whoever decides, who makes the decisions to to rescind this, if they don't rescind it, it's an absolute embarrassment because there's no way that kid deserved to get sent off tonight, regardless whether it's a second game or 500 game. He didn't deserve to get sent off. All right, so there's Robbie Keane talking after the game about Oscar Sorto and his uh, his red card that he received. The LA Galaxy announced earlier this week, in fact, I think it was on Monday on the holiday, that they wouldn't be appealing Oscar Sorto's red card. Um, in most cases, their teams don't appeal red cards. Um, it's They're very rarely overturned, especially for one where apparently the referee saw it. I will say that uh, the referee in this case, uh, Ishmael Athlath, did indeed pull out a yellow card beforehand. So it looks like it was the fourth official on the sideline or maybe one of the other officials on the sideline where they made the decision that it was red card worthy. Okay. So that's, uh, that's the issue that you had there. Um, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to comment. It, it could have been a red card. If you, if you believe that Oscar Sorto's boot was high and that he got horsed from behind, then I think you can say it's a red card. Um, if you believe that Oscar Sorto hit the ball, um, it was a challenge from the side and then horsed ran into Sorto as he was coming from behind. And so, so it certainly wasn't like Sorto was out uh, lining him up. Then you could say it was a yellow card. Whether or not it was in the penalty box, I've yet to see anything. Although I'm sure Simon Borg um, on instant replay will have it many, many times. And so, so um, it is what it is. If the Galaxy escaped with one, um, then maybe maybe they deserve to escape with one, or maybe it'll come back to haunt them. It's one of those things. The Galaxy nonetheless played better than I've seen them play, especially in the first half. Great possession. Robbie Keane said it was probably possession without going anywhere for much of that first half, but you still need that possession to start. Um, once Robbie Keane comes in, you can see sort of the, the change that the Galaxy make, and they become more offensive, and then uh, uh, things can happen a little bit better. Um, so I think Robbie Keane coming back will be an important part of that. I think the the midfield also returning to health and form and getting some consistency across those as well as the uh, the defensive line, um, getting all those consistent starters, only replacing one or two little pieces will certainly help the LA Galaxy as they move forward. But nonetheless, they take this game one to nothing. Um, so the LA Galaxy do what they need to do in order to stay now above that line in the uh, for the playoffs in the Western Conference. And what do you know? They're probably going to be playing a team that they're basically tied with as we, uh, as we come up. So now we shift to RSL, the RSL game. And of course, the LA Galaxy, another home game, which is good on a short week, which probably isn't the best thing in the world. Uh, the LA Galaxy will face, a get, face off against Real Salt Lake at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, May 27th. Um, this game will be on Time Warner Cable Sportsnet and Time Warner Cable Deportes. I believe uh, the Beast 980 will also be carrying this one, so download their app if you are not going to be in front of a television, so that way you can listen to this LA Galaxy game. All right, so a familiar foe. Obviously, the LA Galaxy just played um, the, the RSL not too long ago, and so uh, it's something that 
for the LA Galaxy, it's it's not anything new. It's not somebody who you would you know you necessarily fear, and it's not somebody who you have to be super super prepared for because you're used to playing these guys. Um, but it is RSL. It is a good team, and RSL is coming off I believe two wins in a row. They just be- beat New York City FC two to nothing over the weekend at home. So had New York City at Rio Tinto and took care of them. Um, you know the Real Salt Lake and the Galaxy are basically tied right where they're supposed to be six and seven in the Western Conference right now. Uh, 17 points for the LA Galaxy, 17 points for Real Salt Lake, 13 games played for the LA Galaxy, 12 games played for Real Salt Lake. Um, the only difference there being the LA Galaxy have one more loss, all right? So there's your, uh, there's your difference maker. Um, these two teams are tied in their all-time standings, 11 wins, 11 losses, and 7 draws, I believe, is their all-time. I believe all-time only includes, by the way, regular season, which is always fun, because how can that be all-time if it's just regular season? But nonetheless, regular season. Um, so, again, we, we sort of know what to expect from these teams. It seems like, uh, you know, whenever these two teams played in Rio Tinto before, and it was a 0-0 draw, of course, this was the game that Omar Gonzalez got taken down on the penalty box late in the game, and Nick Romano came up and saved a Juninho penalty kick. Um, I think we're all pretty familiar with uh, with that disappointment there. But these are two teams that were not doing so well at whenever they played each other last time. So they, they struggled, sort of both teams struggled against each other. So struggling teams struggle, I think was my headline for the recap there. Struggling teams struggle. And now it looks like RSL has found a little bit of form. Granted, playing New York City FC, um, you know, sort of one of the, the basement dwellers right now in terms of uh, their their play and in the actual standings as they're in 10th in the Eastern Conference, the poor Eastern Conference, Philadelphia climbing out of their uh, their cellar there. So, um, you know, both of these teams not doing great, but also now maybe both with a little bit of momentum. So LA Galaxy against Real Salt Lake again at 7.30 p.m., on Wednesday night, I'll be there at the game. Again, we'll have post-game reaction. Um, you can follow at Twitter at Galaxy Podcast. I'll give you my insights as the game goes on, and then I'll do my best to bring you all the information that I can for after the game and during the game to share on the podcast, as I always do. I know it's not a huge breakdown. Um, I Those of you who know, my son is in town visiting, so he's here for 10 days, which also negates sort of the long, drawn-out show that we normally do for some of these and, uh, and the coordination that goes on. But um, after he's gone... Um, I'll be back to it and giving you guys the full shows that you most, most deserve. All right. So if you have any questions, you can hit us on at Galaxy Podcast. All right. That's the easiest way on Twitter at Facebook Corner of the Galaxy, Instagram uh, Galaxy Podcast. So you can find us there as well. Um, most of the shows we do are live on Periscope. This one was quick, so I didn't do it real quick. Didn't do it, but you can uh, you can usually find them. But nonetheless, um, we'll be back. I know you're just we're just going to keep giving you little tiny updates as we get clear sort of this busy, busy schedule for the LA Galaxy. Remember, another game this weekend for the LA Galaxy as they take on New England. So it's going to be a a busy time for the Galaxy and hopefully looking forward to that July 8th uh, transfer window opening and Steven Gerrard possibly being available for the LA Galaxy. We're going to keep our eyes as he should be arriving, obviously, prior to July. Would sort of expect that end of June time frame. But right now the LA Galaxy aren't saying anything and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't expect that they, they really would uh, right now. So it'll be interesting to sort of see how that goes. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, just another big road trip for the LA Galaxy. You have to play again on Sunday, again, like I said, um, versus New England. So check that out as well. All right. I think that about does it for me. I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We'll be back a little bit later this week to give you that preview of the New England game and talk about the RSL game as well. So. 
Thanks for joining me. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. Be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of Backheel.com. Backheel.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at Backheel.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you here again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.